0: Today's episode is brought to you by Hymns. Try Hymns for a month today for just $5 by going to forhymns.com slash TTT. Charlie Sheen joins the majors, the superior mall cop movie, and the worst thing to ever happen to Dragon Ball this week on 30
1: 2010. 30 2010, 30 2010. Three decades every show sometimes the videos. 30 2010, 30 2010. Surprises are awaiting, yes, we're going to the 80s and the 90s and 2000s. on 30, 20.
0: Welcome to 302010, the Laser Time Network's pop culture time machine, each week looking back 30, 20, and 10 years ago, back into the past of movies, TV, books, comedy, news, mostly pop culture stuff. We're not going to get too heavy over here. And we get to talk about one of my favorite movies of 2009. If you don't know what we do? 30, 20, 10. We're looking back at 1989, 1999, and 2009, the specific week of April 5th to the 11th to see what happened during that period, what shaped our lives, and what's worth remembering. Hi, I'm one of your hosts, Chris Antista. Who else is with me?
2: I'm Diana Goodman. Fuck you, Joe Boo. It's me, Sarah.
0: Didn't find any notable news to jump us off into 1989 this week, April 5th to the 11th, other than happy birthday to my sister. Hey. Ah, uh, hey. yeah, you're younger than me. They're
2: still cleaning up in Valdez, and they will forever.
0: Yeah, we can say that for the next year. Uh, but you don't need much of an intro- introduction to a decade if it's leading off with a Jean Claude Van Damme movie, Cyborg. Welcome to the world of the not-too-distant future.
1: Get going! Go! A brutal gang is reshaping the world into their own vision of hell. And only one man can
2: stop them. Jean-Claude Van Damme is leading the battle between good and evil.
0: Take a out. As it's never been fought before.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Watch the trailer just to watch swords collide and hear yes. a gunshot ricochet.
3: And also see Jean-Claude Van Damme bite a knife. <laughs> bite a
0: knife, uh and oh the like most... a
2: machete too.
3: It's not even yeah. like a little knife. I look at that, I'm it's like, like... oh, what if you get like one of those little cuts in the corner of your mouth? That's gonna Ooh. sting. I
0: mean, you know they're the most brutal army in the in the future, because one... Not too distant future. There's seven of them. <laughs> yeah. And two, because they're not wearing shirts. Yeah. <laughs> this, I've never seen Cyborg, but I've always wanted to. Mm. I just, I, I don't, it's hard for me to eat Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. It's, it's sort of like me, like, uh, it, it, the same ratio of like going to a vegan restaurant. Mm-hmm. Some of this is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, there's only so much you can do with kale. <laughs> and I'm not going to like the taste of it. True. Uh yeah, it's
2: supposed to be one of the better ones. Um I mean, this is he's still he's ascending in his career. Right. They're they're figuring out what to do with him. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it's filmed in um a giant dust pit outside Riverside. Uh-huh. And uh, a bunch of garbage-wearing future Guys have to fight Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> much, much cleaner than everyone else and all oiled up and ready to rumble. Yeah. He looks great.
0: Oh yeah. He yeah. looks beautiful. I mean he's he's one of the more pretty he is, uh, fighty people. For in sure. Movies. His face, at this point.
3: his face has been... He's a handsome man. Even now has been pretty well preserved, I'd yeah. say. Why? Do we know why the future looks like that? Was there a bomb um,
0: or something?
2: There's a virus? A virus.
0: Yes, because Damn. the MAGA people have taken over all the movie studios and they're forced to film in abandoned parking lots. Okay. Because that's what it looked like to me. <laughs> <Just> things <laughs> that were almost built. Uh, unfinished Mini Malls But no I've, yeah, I've never seen this one. Oh boy Have I seen the next movie Really? Yeah Oh
1: crap
0: uh, Steven First That's Flounder We're Animal House fans Peter Boyle Christopher Lloyd And Michael Keaton In the Dream Team Michael Keaton Is the leader Of the Dream Team
1: Alright We're four escape Lunatics this I believe He's down to earth I don't carry on Conversations with my dog I never put on a dress And you know Dance around Times Square None of that Daring <laughs> Restaurant security a minor, you tell us violation. And totally commit... That's ah, great to be young and insane. Michael Keaton, Christopher Lloyd.
0: The Dream Team. Yeah! Rated PG-13. I, I cannot believe this movie uh. scored that title. Mm-hmm. The Dream Team. Mm-hmm. Like, thank God Google has taken it over with everything uh, basketball people yeah. do during the Olympics. I was
3: going to say, all the basketball stuff.
0: Because it doesn't merit it. Um, I don't remember much about this. Diane, it, it, it mm-hmm. looks like... it. it, it I hadn't seen Cuckoo's Nest when I saw this movie, mm. right? Uh, nor- so
2: it's like we took the part of Cuckoo's Nest where they go out and steal a boat, but we make it the whole movie. Um, <laughs> I I had heard about this movie like from other kids. I remember other kids really liked it, so I watched it uh, here in 2019 as a grown ass adult. And all I could think over and over was, "Who greenlit this? Oh yeah. boy, yeah. who greenlit this?" Because. Um, yeah, maybe it's just me being, like, super crunchy granola sensitive, but it's, like, mental illness isn't funny. Mm-hmm. Like, because we're supposed to be laughing at these people with, like, major problems that have them institutionalized. And the fact that they, like, now they're off trying to find their doctor and get their lives back together. And <laughs> luckily, it didn't, it didn't get super heartwarming at the end. I was really expecting, like, they're all better now. Like, this is what they needed. They're all better now. And there's a bit of that. Mostly, there are two things really stuck out. I mean, besides, hmm. oh, my God, we're laughing at mental illness. But it's also not very funny. Peter Boyle is the MVP of this movie. He <laughs> plays a guy who thinks he's Jesus. And he's like, I really like him. I don't want to call him committed. but <laughs> 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 that's hey. a level of joke we're dealing with in this movie. But sure. he's like, he's taking it seriously in a weird way. It is really funny. and But more importantly, I love thinking about all the comic book nerds who watch this movie and in like two months, we're getting Keaton and Batman. And the whole time they're saying, they're like, no! Oh, wow. How is this guy Batman? Yeah. It's, yeah. It,
0: but it is, it is strange. Oh,
2: my God. He's so bad. He's a Batman. And he's just, you know,
0: Thinking of Michael Keaton as a, um, you know, everyone listening is fresh off their viewing of Dumbo. But thinking of Michael Keaton as like a big comedy star, which yeah. is, was, was, yeah. which was relatively yeah. short-lived. And I think this is his transition and other shit. Like well, he has semi-serious yeah. moments in this.
3: The opening of it yeah. kind of, re- I was like, this looks like it could be the first half of Clean and Sober.
1: Yeah, where he's just doing uh, like yeah. crazy stuff
3: mm-hmm. in the in a restaurant and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Which I have seen Clean and Sober semi recently, and is I think that, we talked about it actually. The Michael Keaton mm-hmm. movie too. Yeah, okay. yeah, we yeah. talked about it a couple months ago, last year sometime.
2: Yeah. No, this is just. Oh, my dog's very upset about this. See? Uh, no, I mean, it's straight-up comedy. It's like, isn't it funny how weird these guys are? And the whole time I'm thinking, like, no. no. That's why you got
0: that Blues put Brothers them put them on piano on more trailer.
2: medication. <laughs> and, like, they keep talking about, like, oh, we're finally off our Thorazine, and we're going to go have fun. I'm like, no, you guys need Thorazine. Yeah. No.
0: Try drinking no. with it. It's more fun.
2: Yeah,
3: the aftermath of this movie is not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, I just... It's like, okay, if you took mental illness and physicalized it, like, it's about a bunch of amputees, and they can't do shit. It's like, that's not funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's,
2: that's no good.
0: Here's, can I get to my memory of this movie that doesn't involve sure. this movie at all? Uh, uh, we moved somewhere around this time period, and our VCR broke. Oh, no. Oh, no. And we got a new VCR, but we're also in a new house, and there's no cable, and our shit's still in boxes. And it could have been less than 24 hours. It just felt like a million years <laughs> yeah. in, in a world before the <laughs> internet. So my mom had a knack for getting na- like brand of shit that we'd never heard of for things we needed, like on the cheap through mm-hmm. weird people. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. I, I can't confirm this is a used VCR, but there's no reason, no reason a VCR should come with a copy of the Dream Team. So for, mm. for what felt like a week, this is all my sister and I had to watch. Wow. Was the dream team. <laughs> wow, so wow, wow. So just hearing the word feels like punishment. Like that's, <laughs> oh, that's when I was in prison. Yeah. That's <laughs> mm. in prison from quality content, like a home alone in a Little Mermaid clamshell. Oh, that's not even out yet. No. Oh. Nope. Uh, Later. Soon. Soon.
2: But it's like, I feel like ugh, I kept trying to figure out, is there a way to make this funnier where I'm not just going to be, you know, like a weepy liberal about it? It's like, if it were totally. funnier, maybe I'd give it more of a pass, because we're later going to talk about a movie about mental illness that I did think was funny.
0: The girl Interrupted.
2: Sure. Was no, that... I mean, this episode, we're talking about Oh, a
0: movie. no. I wasn't making a joke. I thought that that movie <laughs> has funny moments, and I think we will yeah. be talking about it this year.
2: Yeah. So it's an interesting contrast that I watched this movie and a movie from 2009. We'll talk about that Ooh, both are about mental girl. illness, and one I found much funnier, Okay. And, and also, didn't treat mental illness very well.
0: And a light. And a, I was going to continue with a light '80s observations about VCRs. Mm. Mm. Does everybody remember when it became real gauche for your appliances to not be anything but black? Yeah, because yes. that was our first VCR was gray. Yes, ours <laughs>
3: had a fake wood paneling yes. on it. Yes, oh, the fake wood, wood paneling. paneling. Yeah. I still have a gray yeah. one. Yeah, you still have. I still gray. Wow. Yeah, it's all silver though. It's, yeah, it's very. I think mine's chic. chrome.
0: Yes, it's like For a Delorean. Like
2: 1998. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and that was our first non-silver VCR. Came with a copy wow. of the Dream Team. Wow. I just wanted to see if anybody else remember that the yeah. silver appliance craze.
3: Oh man, ours. Yeah, ours Relatively had short-lived wood paneling, fake wood like paneling mm-hmm. sticker basically on it and it was a top loader what are you that doing? was just, my yeah. first one i remember just polishing the
0: vcr <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: uh, so much dusting uh, yeah. our first one the wood paneled one had a corded remote wow <laughs> wow like wow, one, wow wow. it's not even a button it was a switch pause and unpause
0: like a fucking coleco vision <laughs> jesus yeah. uh, yep. but the movie I think everybody has has seen at this point. Uh, Dennis Haysbert, Wesley Snipes, Bob Euchre, <laughs> Rene Russo, Corbin Bernsen, Charlie Sheen, and Tom Berenger uh, in Major League. We'd love for you to come
1: to spring training for a shot at this year's club. Well, I'm not sure I can make it by then. He's got his own look. How'd he you cut your hair, Rook? Vichmatic, perfect control. I like that kind of spirit in a player. At 2020 vision, just a bit outside, he's giving Cleveland something to be proud of. Sort of.
0: Major League. That ball wouldn't have been out of a lot of parks. Name one. Yellowstone. Rated R. Oh! Oh. (laughs) I don't know. It's difficult to hate this film.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. This movie is kind of perfectly structured. Yeah. It's kind of perfect.
0: I always want to roll my eyes at it. And, uh, Jesus Christ, Dave is... Uh, Dave, uh, you might remember from the show Diamond Dog, Dave Rudden This is like one of his favorite movies. He loves baseball, hmm. loves his '80s comedies. And he, perfect,
2: he loves
1: then. Bob Uecker for some.
3: Bob,
0: reason <laughs> what's I, not I to mean, love about Bob? It's hard
2: Euker. to hate Bob
3: Uecker. <laughs> okay, <laughs> who's Bob Uecker? Is he the, the announcer? announcer? Yeah, yeah that yeah. that guy is awesome.
0: And uh, Dave, Dave, we we actually have a commentary for it on LaserTimePodcast.com hmm. or on uh, patreoncom time. We can get that and hey, a brand new episode of Listener Strike Back, uh, March edition, April edition. Uh, where we get to see what you think about, man. Let's just say Watchmen, <laughs> Watchmen, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Baron and all that stuff. Uh, for our patrons at Patreon.com/slash later time, mean, you support the whole network. But we have a commentary for this there, and, and to, to reevaluate it, like, yeah, for a 1989 comedy, there's like not a lot of terrible shit, and it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't <laughs> suck, and it doesn't make you embarrassed for ever having liked it. Yeah, uh, it's it's not bad.
3: And I mean, I, second movie, I love a I love a movie with, especially a comedy with a bunch of different arc, archetypes. Like yeah. this guy's, you know, the cool guy, and this guy's the older guy. You know, maybe like,
0: Dennis Haysbert's African character. Then maybe that's not good. Eh, the all-state yeah. guy playing uh, the voodoo priest. Yeah, <laughs>
3: uh, but, but that's fine.
0: Yeah, but Wesley Snipes, man, Wesley Snipes is like oh, never yeah. in a good comedy. Mm-hmm.
2: Goddamn, he's so funny in this because he's just so frickin' cocky.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. And that's what
2: makes it. This is like
3: uh Plays one like of those. Like Hayes. It is hard to make a funny comedy where the main characters are cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm. It can it can work definitely, mm. but it's it's not as easy when unless you know like that's why people <laughs> like if you watch a lot of stand up comedy or like you know listen to comedians a lot they you know anyone who's handsome and funny mm. is just like not fair basically <laughs> like fucking Gary Goldman like god dang that guy <laughs> how dare you be so handsome I just and sent funny? my ex
0: girlfriend <laughs> a, a gift from one of her his specials she's laughing oh. in the audience I love <laughs> it's him very Uh-oh. weird. He's the uh, best. He used to make a joke, yeah, oh, I, I mean, love those Samoas. And she's just like, yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah.
2: All cookie based humor. <laughs> great. I send it to her yeah, all but, the time
0: now to Norm. No, no. Oh, god.
2: I mean, there's so many. I feel like there's so many movies that are a team of lovable losers. Mm-hmm. And this might be my favorite of those, even I more think than so. Bad News Bears. And I love Bad News Bears, too. Yeah. Some of those, for those kids. Lovable suck. losers playing baseball, also. <laughs> some of those kids um, are just jerks. Oh, yeah. Everyone's horrible in that. I mean, the characters are terrible people. And these are all everyone's just sort of down and out in their own various ways and then they find a way to come together as a team mm-hmm. i i just read an analysis that like two weeks ago just came up like cracked or somebody mm-hmm. pointed out that's like the the evil owner of the the cleveland indians and she's gonna you know make them super tank so that then they can move to miami it's like actually she has a good plan and the players would probably be better off if they went along with it.
0: Yeah, but yeah. that's like the. Sh- the but that's, yeah. But that's fun. also the great thing. And I don't know a ton about sports, mm-hmm. but they license a real team, and I don't know that they could have picked a better one. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I'm not calling the Cleveland Indians losers, but they're a really good underdog character. They've come real close to the World Series the last couple of years, as far as I know.
2: Yeah, only a couple of years after this, I think they made it to the World Series, and I was like.
0: What? Did they get
2: a bump somehow? <laughs> is this fan they, fiction? They finally
0: changed their logo. Yeah. Maybe that's part of it. Uh, oh. But uh, oh, Dave! Yeah. Dave is just in with his uh, his brief oh. synopsis for everybody. Again, I consider him the expert. He says uh, it's my favorite baseball movie of all time. No contest. Great cast. Great cast. Great representation of baseball. I watch watch it once a year before opening day to get my hopes up before the Mets quickly dash them. And it also has a great uh-huh. soundtrack, which is uh, great to play as an outro for the second. Shut up, Dave. You're not going to be able to pick, pick drops. Uh, That's a good point. That. This
2: is a really good... This is a good time for this movie to come out. It's a good time to yeah. watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're just getting into the season that will last, what, the next six years yes. per season? God, yes. baseball goes forever. Baseball
3: is forever.
0: And I'll I'll say this. I Ugh. always thought Charlie Sheen as a leading man was silly and like everything else. But mm-hmm. he's a... Mm-hmm. He works funny, here. He's a funny character, mm-hmm. and like he's every a
2: co-lead, he's not propping right. up the whole movie. Tom Berenger is, I guess, technically the main character.
0: Yes, it's I, I, I'm my memory's colored by the second movie because pop oh. pop quiz, not pop quiz. Little trivia. That's where Chrissy got his first kiss. Got Aww. yeah, it landed awkwardly in the eye first time. Okay. Strike one. <laughs> yeah, but I got it. I got a, a little smooch, no tongue. Aww. Thank you, Brandy. I sucked. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is it's, it no, is i
1: was gonna say R.
2: if you haven't watched this in a long time worth it yeah
0: it's, it's totally fun it. it holds up um and no randy quaid or is that only the, the second one
2: i think that's the second that's one. The
0: second one you get randy quaid subbing in for wesley snipes who said no mm. did not want to return hmm. um but oh my god uh <laughs> let's move into some television of 1989 april 5th to the 11th uh oh goodness on the fifth, uh, Robert the Robert Guillaume show, Diana. I
1: know.
3: I just want to premieres. make you say that name over and over again.
0: And it only lasts until August. Mm-hmm. Uh, this sent me down a weird rabbit hole. Um, did, did anybody else look into this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah so the story of the, the, well, the he, storyline in the show well, is that. that...
0: Guillaume is coming off of like Benson and Soap. Right. As kind of a sitcom star who does kind of make the show that he wants. Mm-hmm. And he had an interesting mission with this show.
3: Yeah, he the show is him, you know, being a single dad, I believe. And, like, he enters into a relationship with his secretary mm-hmm. in the show, who is white. Mm-hmm. And it, he wanted to, like, really put a spotlight on interracial relationships and make mm-hmm. that normalize and put it on TV.
0: And I was reading an article about it from the 2000s saying that it is still, to this day the only show that stars an interracial couple and i was like that cannot Jesus. be true right. and it's not true but <gasps> most of the time that's happened in the last 3 years yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but that's but
0: this is 1989 right. and like it, that's what's so fucking nuts about it cuz like mm-hmm. you know i jessica jones detroiters there's there's leads yes. with uh, yes. an interracial couple but uh Yeah, it hadn't been done, and I think Fox tried it. I think Fox Network tried it unsuccessfully once, but it had not been done for another twenty to twenty-five years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, a a, a black and a white interracial couples, and you'll get like Lucy and Desi Arnaz. Like, shut up. Yeah, (laughs) it's not Mm. the same thing. That's not the same thing. But a black a a a black man and a white woman Mm -hmm. like. That was seen as sort of outrageous, and there's, this, there's no clips of the show online, mm-hmm. and it probably sucks.
3: Yeah. Uh, I tried to find some promos. Couldn't really find a good promo for it. But,
0: like, Yum, who you may know from Lean on Me, or mm-hmm. Rafiki, or, 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 or Sports Night. Or Sports Night. Um, he did an interview with the Emmys site, and, um, and he talks about, like, everyone's like, we gotta do this. We gotta do this. But should we do this? Mm-hmm. we got to do it. And it was like a weird attitude from, like, from his perspective. Never heard someone describe, like all the executives of Lefty Hollywood, like, of course we have to make a show with an interracial couple that tackles those issues. But do we have to do it now? Yeah. Oh, we greenlit this?
1: Fuck.
0: And, and so he said they shot the show in order because they did not want to show the couple getting too close mm-hmm. or touching one another mm-hmm. or being passionate or romantic with one another. They had to get closer and closer to that. Mm-hmm. And he he lightly claims that like we took their notes and they fucked us. Yeah, <laughs>
3: I mean, he definitely had a plan mm-hmm. for the show. Mm-hmm. He had quite he had a vision. And one of the like notes that I read from it is that like for example, they I think the um the network made, like, the episode where they're, you first see them kiss. They actually moved it up.
0: This is, this is where he says that. Okay, I got a clip great. of him yeah. saying that himself uh, about you got to make people. Do not make an interracial couple kiss mm-hmm. first episode. You need, at least a, you need at least two months before we can have them do that. Who said, what are you pussyfooting around with this for? Let's do it. <laughs> you know.
2: But we followed the advice of the network when we did them in order well when they showed the shows they showed them out of order so that by the second show we were kissing and the romance hadn't had time to build or anything Um,
0: so it was hard for me not to suspect that that was deliberate Yeah, mm, from the grave. Yeah. Call, I'm calling you out. ABC, NBC, or CBS. <laughs> I'm guessing not Fox, but uh, but yeah, I forget what's what that's called. It's all, always so Hollywood can say like, well, we tried, but like, mm-hmm. but did you? Yeah. But either way, like fuck everybody watching that's, like, going to get, like, turned off or turn off a show in the second episode because interracial couple kiss, kids. But yeah. it's not it's not implausible to think about.
3: Well, and also, too, like, when you build a show, because yeah. I always get frustrated, too, when I hear about shows that, were, that get shown out of order. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. actually, we'll talk about another show, actually, coming up in a second, where that happened. And I think that that is never a good sign right. because i feel like that it shows some network meddling where the showrunner and the writers mm-hmm. and the creators obviously have a plan for this season right.
0: according to your notes yeah. you told us not to do this for for literally 2 months don't don't have them kiss for 2 months right. we got to get we got to wade people into this bathwater
3: i mean to be fair and i'm sure that that was like a big part of it there is also something great about watching people build a romance sure. too so yeah. like if this show is they about their relationship <laughs> yeah. like you know, it's good It's good to watch people develop their relationship over time. So, right.
0: Man, i just <laughs> waiting waiting two months and that work? Yeah. Come on. How's uh, <laughs> that ever going to happen? Anyway, moving on. That's the Robert Guillaume show. Uh, CBS TV movie. Oh, everybody was watching. Bridge to Silence. Bridge to, starring <laughs> to <laughs> Silence. Lee Remick, Marley Martin, and Michael O'Keefe.
2: Yeah, this uh, is just like oh. a little a weepy about... Um, well, Marley Matlin's in it. I wonder what it's yeah. about.
0: <laughs> Bridge to Silence.
2: A,
3: a deaf couple who is driving with their child and get in a car accident, and the husband dies. The wife is played by Marley Matlin, and she kind mm. of has a nervous breakdown afterwards, and kind of blames mm. herself for the accident. And then her mother, who she doesn't have a great relationship it with, comes in, tries to take the child, and you know, a lot of it is based on oh, like no. you know. Having two deaf parents, you know how that affects the child and everything. Yeah, it's definitely uh, a weepy, but definitely one that like Marley Mallon Man, she's all over the place. Mm. I feel mm-hmm. like I see her come up like almost every couple episodes. Basically, I, I, I didn't
0: know who she was until like I think the Comedy Central roast. I'm like, who is this lady?
3: What really? Yeah, she was on oh. one of the
0: roasts. Like, I just
3: remember her being a fixture. Like, she would come on Sesame Street and talk about signing. I think I just. But like, but, like that, when so.
0: I've never seen her in, what she's from? Mm-hmm. She's just someone who comes in and signs to puppets.
2: Mm. Like I just, Wait, I thought we've talked about Children of a Lesser God. I, but thought I haven't you seen said it. You saw it?
0: No, oh. I was given that by our buddy Rich to watch because uh, he was uh. big in sign language, and I never did. He said it was one of his favorite movies. Had it for months. Huh. Um, no, never did. Bad at recommendations. Don't try it, people. Uh, on mm. the tenth of <laughs> the tenth of April, nineteen eighty-nine. Who? I thought this is going to be more interesting, but man, this is a dull thing. <laughs> Nearly Departed, uh, a show starring Eric Idle, mm-hmm. uh, airs on, yep. I think, NBC in the last four episodes.
3: Uh, and, yeah, I got a little promo that basically tells you what it's about.
0: Grant and Claire are recently deceased. That's not their only problem. A new family's in their home, and Gramps can see
1: ghosts. Read the sixth line on the chart.
0: But when Gramps has his problems, they can help him see it through.
1: You! <laughs> Me.
0: It's Monty Python's Eric Idle. The spirit of new comedy nearly departed after Ralph Monday. Ed <laughs> Ralph, we should have just called this Beetlejuice the show. Uh, British Beetlejuice <laughs> yeah. coming up next.
2: Well, no, it's Topper. But yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I've never heard or, of Topper. Or, yeah, same as uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's a ghost and he lives in a house with the people who moved into his house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wackiness get... ensues. And apparently
3: the only person you can see him is the grandfather. It's
0: the grandpa. Why? Unclear. Unclear? Maybe it's whatever whatever synapse snaps with dementia. Yeah. I can see oh, ghosts now. Oh, I hope now. I can start seeing oh, ghosts. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be so Damn. wonderful. Be one of the benefits. You jerk off too much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, this does not last yeah. long. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to hang in that Al time slot on the 11th uh, CVS TV movie. CVS is
3: killing it in the <laughs> TV movies, man. Like, And also, this is kind of a slow week for TV, so usually the TV movies mm. have some fun stuff in it. Kiss Shot. Kiss Shot starring Whoopi Goldberg ah. and Dennis Franz.
0: Please tell me there's a, so, a sound. That's the greatest romantic couple of all time.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: but what? I want to hear a sound what? effect of a <laughs> smooch and a gunshot at the end of this. Yeah, Before I
3: don't, this is, uh, <coughs> I think you might be disappointed.
0: <laughs> this is weird.
1: Not on next week's work schedule. Academy Award winner Whoopi Goldberg is out of a job. You don't have anything for me, do you? And out of luck. And what you're telling me is that if I don't come up with $7,500 in four months, my daughter and I could just join the wrecks of the homeless. Until she rediscovers her ace in the hole. Not bad for an old lady, huh? Two beds can't get paid for it. Kiss shot. She's unbeatable.
2: I say she can beat any man in the house.
1: You wouldn't want to put 50 bucks on that, would you?
0: Until okay, okay, yeah, wow. We got the picture. I did not okay. in a million years think this was gonna be a, pl- a billiards a, movie.
3: She's a pool shark. <laughs> oh no, and Dennis wow. Franz is there to like, help her
2: make money. Like doing Paul it. Newman
0: or Uncle Phil, yeah, for him or for her.
2: Yeah, but this promo tells me this was rerun sometime in 1991 or after because she was not an Oscar winner yet anymore. Right, oh, right. I was gonna say, we never catch. talked about ghost. Yeah, yeah. Ghost is next year, that's why. Okay, Okay.
0: thank goodness. I thought we fucking missed Ghost. Well, Uh, yes,
3: obviously this was rerun at some point then.
0: And uh, to move into games, not gonna, because everybody's kind of clearing out because there's one big release happening this month, Mm -hmm. and that's the only Mm -hmm. tease that you get for 1989 in games. Uh, Music of 1989, April 5th, the 11th. The Rolling Stones' Bill Wyman, at 53 years old, announces that he will marry 90. Maddie Smith, his girlfriend for for six years. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh,
2: Bill Lyman is a creepy child molester. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So when he was Damn. in his late forties, he started a relationship with a thirteen year old girl. Oh. And they God. date for six years, and now she's legal and they're gonna get married. And oh, wouldn't you know it that it just doesn't last? And they divorce in nineteen ninety one.
0: Really? <laughs> Don't think as he approaches, <laughs> as he approaches collecting Social Security, he's a British. I know that. Yeah. Uh, that she doesn't realize. Oh, I can drink now. Uh, <laughs> go have oh fun.
2: Yeah, uh, maybe that's it. This she finally turned twenty-one, and she's like, "All right, I'm done. That's all I needed.
0: Don't need, don't need a party wow. with you guys I just, anymore."
2: I just fucked a Rolling Stone so that I could get beer.
0: <laughs> I might have done that at, at night. Any, any. At thirteen? Yes, at thirteen, especially it was mm. much harder to get beer as a thirteen-year-old. Mm.
2: Yeah. So is a lot of, I remember an awful lot of weekend update jokes about how I, Bill Lyman is a creep. Because I don't he, Bill Lyman's a creep.
0: So people were talking again, we were we just did that Michael Jackson episode and, and and where like, you know, he's kind of doing all this shit in plain sight and like no one's saying anything. So the mm-hmm. uh, the Rolling Stones, a band that was constantly touring and in the public eye. Mm-hmm. This dude was dating a 13-year-old and like people didn't have shit to say about it.
1: Mm
2: hmm
0: or or was it a national punchline it's
2: not even, it was a punchline
0: it's, it's funny it's just funny
2: Ooh. Yeah, it's funny how creepy it is mm. as opposed I mean, to uh no now if you were dating a 16 year old that's extra creepy a 13 year old we're in like you can't deny that this is a crime yeah dating is not the right word mm. no yeah grooming Her and molesting. mom was along for it apparently because okay. why didn't he marry the mom Actually, I think at some point maybe he dated her. I don't know. It's, oh my goodness! It's messed up.
0: Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> uh,
2: it's it's gross and weird. You guys.
0: Dear penthouse, I never thought this would happen to me. A Rolling Stone. Yeah. <laughs> but... yeah. <laughs> me, for... A guitarist
2: for the for the Rolling Stones, comma except yeah. for
3: every weekend if yeah. I wanted to with perfectly legal people.
0: And Before you yeah. can point this the out, the past I, is horrible. I know that was a terrible oh, Bill. The Wyman present's impression. pretty bad too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but some real music news. Uh, we got new releases such as uh, Beneath the Remains by Sepultura and Sonic Temple by The Cult. Uh, the Look by uh, Roxette is number one. And this, yep. the sound of Roxette is like, it is the 90s approaching. I love, mm. I love how terrible <laughs> this sounds. It's very very strange like, like you can't even Like hear A fucking sec Of this song Without flipping down Your sunglasses Wait bit. is
3: this She's got the <laughs> look got Oh the yeah, look. yeah 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 Yep this is definitely
0: Yeah we're Right getting... on And so we'll close out With that but stay Right there people Because when we get back We have to talk to you About 1999 She's got the look Fellas, gather around. Here's some statistics, and I don't want you to get sad or depressed. Forty percent of men by the age of 40 struggle from not being able to get and maintain an erection. But check out this stat: over 25% of new ED cases are guys under 40. I'm not trying to single you out. I'm just saying there is a dependable solution out there, and that's hymns, baby. And right now, you listeners can try hymns for a month today. For just five bucks by going to forhimscom slash TTT. Forhims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Thanks to Science Now, erectile dysfunction can be optional because HIMS can connect you with real doctors with medical-grade solutions. These aren't gas station supplements. These are real prescriptions backed by science. Generic equivalents to well-known drugs. Even better, no waiting room, no awkward doctor visits, no lines, and you can save a ton of time and money just by going to forhims.com. Very, very easy. You just go the website, answer a few quick questions, and chat with a doctor for a confidential review, and then the product is shipped right to your door. It's erectile without the dysfunction. I wish I could take credit for that line, but that's HIMS. So try HIMS for a month today for just five bucks. Seriously, you can get started for just five bucks while supplies last. See the website for full details. And remember, this would cost you hundreds of dollars if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. So go to hIMS.com slash TTT, that's F O R H I M S dot com slash three T's. For HIMS.com slash ttt.
1: First rapper to bring platinum black back to the projects, but you still wanna hate? Be my guest. I suggest. Money is power. I got millions of your salary. Do it now. You can hate me now. I won't stop. But I won't stop now. I can't stop. I can't stop now. You can now. hate me. You can hate me now. Do it I hate now. you too.
0: Coming in with Hate Me Now by Nas, featuring the Diddle, P. Didd, Puff Daddy, if you're 1999. April 5th to the 11th, off of the album I Am. We have new music releases. You can't get much more 1990 than Orbital. It's 1999, people, "In middle of nowhere is out. As Is I Am Shelby Lynn by Shelby Lynn. We Kill Everything by Guar. Utopia Parkway by Fountains of Wayne. Buck Cherry self-titled debut. Dog Mentality 1999 by Crazy Bone. I don't know why I said it like Crazy Taxi. Uh, Stupid Dream by Porcupine Tree and Jordan Knight's solo debut. A new kid doing good.
3: I got to stand for uh, Shelby Lynn. I Am Shelby Lynn is such a good album. It's like very sultry, kind of alt-country. It definitely has country flavors to it. Um, But it's like the perfect album to listen to at night, like on a porch, during a summer night, for sure.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Unless you that's live in Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> well, doing.
2: well, maybe it's summer is a different crank, time there. Crank that heater up.
0: Look. I'm just Put on some shorts. Internet, I'm going to use internet commenting mentality this whole time you talk about Shelby. <sighs> uh.
2: Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, you know, that makes her just like an ass who's also like Jesus. Oh. There you yes. go. The Hate Me Now video is all about, like, I'm persecuted for my beliefs. Here's me as Jesus.
0: But I um, will also grow up to be Jesus. <laughs> well, okay. I believe that's Naz's message. Okay. Yes. Okay. And who hates that's you, Nas? Fine. You're usually pretty well regarded. Yeah. Especially in 99. Uh, yes. Yeah, who's a Nas hater in 99, for fuck's sake? Everyone know. likes Nas.
3: That is one of my favorite things, and I see it a lot in rap where people are like, my haters, my haters. Like, who are you talking you're pretty about? well regarded. Yeah. I don't know. Not he, a lot of people are. are you hating. talking
0: about, Jay Z? What yeah. doors aren't open for you? <laughs> <laughs> who are your haters?
3: At least now. I mean he's doing pretty good.
0: Uh but yes, a little bit of news to, to wade you into the waters of nineteen ninety nine, April fifth through the eleventh. Well, believe by share is still number one and will be for a while. Uh, but Bill Gates' wealth this week exceeds $100 billion. Cue Dr. Evil sound effect if I had to read,
2: it.
0: read that ahead of time. Um, is this a record for a uh, human being's personal yeah, I wealth?
2: Believe, I believe so. Or mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. maybe not. No, no, but, I, no I mean, he was, definitely.
0: He was already... I'm sure the, if
2: you adjust for inflation, there might be someone who actually exceeded this at some point or sure. another, but I doubt it but yeah. unadjusted
0: for inflation he was already the richest man in the world meaning that whatever he right. he, he mm-hmm. whatever he's exceeding he's the richest man in the world still
3: yeah, yeah. i definitely mm-hmm. remember he set this. a record and then he tried to beat it mm-hmm. i remember this being news at this point and it was mm-hmm. kind of pre we knew about all of his he may have been like really involved with charity at this point but it was before that was like really a big part of his public persona so it was just kind of right. like We're look at this fucking rich guy
2: he, he did yeah. seem to be I mean, l- what else does he have to do? I It, it <laughs> seems like so obvious. that like Once you're past a billion dollars, what do you need to do how, with your life?
0: How much of a maniac do you have to be to go into work and boss people around? I mean... Dude, grab a drink, yeah. relax. Chill. No, yeah. just,
2: your kids are taken care of. Your chill. grandkids are taken care of. As relax. long as they don't completely fuck up, your great Karen kids are, are taken
0: care of. BNS, you know, I like being a ceo but i've always wanted to be a singer at like, this
2: point your
3: job should be losing your money yeah. through charity yeah. hopefully yeah yep give it that away should as
2: be fast your f- as you can full-time well,
0: just, job why well, like i don't think we looked at bill gates the same vitriol we look at jeff bezos mm-hmm. but it's also yep. uh, just for inflation more money and uh his company i think does shittier things
3: well we haven't seen bill gates text to his girlfriend this
0: is true <laughs> we have not seen bill gates dick um Two words, micro and wow. soft. <laughs> well,
2: some no. of you haven't seen Bill Gates Oh, my bad.
0: Wink. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. But now, again, I always I think I said it another show, but Bill Gates, I don't remember him being president of Microsoft at this point. I, I, I hear about him in the news now for what the good he's doing with this money, which is what he devoted the rest of his life to, which was what someone with that much money should do. Yeah. Bezos. Dude
3: eradicate malaria
0: yeah, yeah. unless you yeah. like malaria just I keep mean... keep some
2: or even make it really easy polio we are so close to getting rid of polio yeah. i guarantee that's going to happen in my lifetime we're going to get rid of polio we, vaccinate we ha- yo kids we haven't no. no no there's a couple tiny pockets of it left in the world in like mm-hmm. like the poorest places ever where they don't have good sanitation so that's how it spreads in the water
0: mm. well that is too yeah. bad for 1999, we're about to solve the problem. Uh, 1999 has different problems, like The Matrix being number one at the box office, which isn't a problem. It's fantastic. It's I don't care what you ladies That's say. That's not
2: a problem. But oh. then we have a double feature of... Do you want to know what 1999 was like? <laughs> yes. Wrapped up in a fucking bow. So true. But, our,
0: our, but
2: Oh, my God. This show really is a time capsule. Yeah, this
0: segment this This, this segment is especially, really drives that home. Because uh, I didn't think... Um, Hollywood would find a way to capitalize on my high school's uh, ecstasy craze, but sure enough, they did in a little movie <laughs> called Go, G O. You're gonna say, you're gonna tell me later, I didn't say the name of the title. The movie is called Go, G <laughs> O.
2: Hard Go. to find, it- <laughs> like on streaming services, it is the worst trying to find mm-hmm. it on on demand, uh, like on my TV. Yeah. It's like, G-O, did you mean Gone Girl? Like, no, just go. I'm done. Yeah, I don't have anything else to enter. I never I never mean Gone Girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Google it and you just did come up with Disney's URL they bought. Good
2: Burger. Like, no, wait, just, just go. I'm done. Uh, this is it. This should be the first thing.
0: Apropos of nothing. There is a, there's a giant odd. I went to Walmart the other day. There's a huge Good Burger stand. I'm know. like, what is happening? What 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 is happening? This is the biggest printout I've ever seen of Good Burger, and I was there when it came out. And uh, but Go Go is is the opposite of bad, and it's a yeah. lovely little time mm-hmm. capsule. A uh, bunch of up and coming Hollywood talent playing people. They're not quite you know that young. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're playing a little older because they're kind of high school kids. And on a mission to score ecstasy, we talked about 200 cigarettes a little while ago, a bunch of actors with intertwining, with uh, pff, separate storylines that intertwine throughout the film. That's what Go yep. is, centered around ecstasy and a rave. We have Jay Moore, Sarah Pauly, Scott Wolf, Willem Fickner, Timothy Elephant, and Melissa McCarthy's screen debut in the movie called Go. Don't at me.
1: Is this going to be cool?
0: Just
2: sit back and watch
0: on April
2: 9th. I understand it's a party tonight. It's going to be huge. I'm told it's incredible.
0: The
1: director of Swingers You shouldn't do this, Rana. invites you out to a new kind of night on the town. I think I feel something. Go!
0: Go! Columbia Pictures presents
1: do stuck. Oh. Give a gun. Are you a virgin? What? Wow, bang, surprise. Katie Holmes, Scott Wolf. Sarah Pauly, Jay Moore,
0: and Tay Diggs. You stole a car, shot a bouncer, had sex with two women. In, in the comedic joyride of the season. It really didn't go as bad as it could have. It's not bad. It's it's pretty good. It's not bad. Uh, yeah, Doug it's Lyman. It's pretty
2: good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, look, yeah. I I'm like the only person on earth, apparently. I fucking hate swingers. I don't oh. like any, I don't like swingers at all. And so when this came out, I was like, Oh great, it's gonna be more wanking, whatever. whatever. Oh look, we're Tarantinoing it. Isn't that fun? And I was happy to report that I finally watched this after 20 years, and it was a <laughs> lot better than I expected. It's got it's got some of that Tarantino feel without everyone like stopping dead to have an argument about pop culture or something. Everyone doesn't talk like super stylized. What's the deal mm-hmm. with that uh, show Touch
0: by an Angel that's on right
2: now? <laughs> I
3: would yeah. kind of love it's... that actually. <laughs>
2: It's just, you know, it's it's a, more grounded, but also still, you know, a bunch of idiots getting involved with crimes and uh, setting hotel rooms on fire, shooting bouncers, trying to double cross Timothy Oliphant, a drug dealer who he's he was really funny. You
0: couldn't guess it, it, it like here's the weird thing: swingers, I think, is my generation's uh, garden state.
2: <laughs> oh my! This movie yeah. we thought yeah, was very—that's a, that's a really good comparison. We thought it was. I don't like either. <laughs>
0: very emotionally important, and it had this yeah. musical phenomenon attached to it, mm-hmm. and is sort of embarrassing to look back upon. But I don't. So hate, embarrassing. But I don't hate the movie for that. Yeah. Uh, I did definitely like Swingers at the time. I and I'm glad we have Jean Favreau in our lives a lot more me because too. I love that guy.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Garden State was. Huge for me, and I mm-hmm. saw it accidentally a couple years ago, and really wish I hadn't. <laughs> it was just
0: screening in every college classroom.
3: Oh my god, it was insane. <laughs> yeah, Ugh, we don't need to revisit that.
0: But uh, but Go was uh, uh what did we say earlier the um the post Tarantino high budget indie movie yeah uh mm-hmm. little more violent than studio movies are used to being, but mm-hmm. like again centered around yeah. ecstasy, which is very 1999.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for for an R-rated movie, it was actually pretty tame. I mean, mm. I guess there are some titties in it, uh, mm. and they say the F word, and that's about it for the R rating. I was really, as like people are pulling out guns and stuff, I was expecting it to get way more violent, and I was kind of happy that it didn't. It's like, mm. yeah, that's right, that's Tarantino's thing. Let him do his thing. No, yeah. I'm, I remember do being, your own thing, Doug Liman.
0: <laughs> being shocked as a kid who's for you know about 18 months whose weekends revolved around getting ecstasy that like, oh shit, this is like, you can hear someone talk about that in a movie trailer? Man, this has hit the mainstream. Let's dose. Uh, We Mm. never said that.
2: Oh man. But uh, I mean, the clothes, the rave, sending me back to college.
0: Uh, It's crazy because like I, every time I try and think is, if we wanted to make a, if we wanted to do like a film festival that showcased everything the 90s was, I think this would be on the short list. But nothing, Mm -hmm. nothing will ever beat William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, mm. because that movie no. is so try hard in trying to tell you what time period it is. Not. Yeah. It ends up becoming the most nineties movie of all time.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, it does not have William Fickner's
3: gorgeous ass. Oof, true. true. I love anytime William Fickner pops up in something. I'm a fan. He's
2: he's almost always the best thing yes. in everything. I, I especially drive angry. I Ooh. have to. <laughs> I, I, really? Drive Angry is pretty funny, but William Fichtner is fan fucking tastic in it. Okay. I love that guy, and he is so funny in in this movie in just a small part that you never quite know where it's gonna go. Mm-hmm.
0: How old is he playing? I can't remember because he always I mean, he always looked forty.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by this. And Katie Holmes didn't annoy me. And Mm -hmm. for some reason, she annoys me. Me too. She wasn't annoying in this. I I actually thought she was pretty damn funny when she does stuff. Mostly Uh, what she does is staring uncomfortably at Timothy Oliphant. Mm. That was fun. And then when Melissa McCarthy shows up at the end in her screen debut, I was like, damn, she looks like Melissa McCarthy. And then she starts talking. i was like, oh, it is Melissa McCarthy. That's pretty (laughs) good. It's Jenny's cousin. That's cool.
0: Yeah, I somehow thought her her trajectory was involved with being on Jenny McCarthy's show, but this is this is independent of her. Cause, hmm. yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Jenny's nowhere to be found. Well, and it won't be
3: long yeah. until she's on Gilmore Girls, and then, aha
0: uh-huh. it, won't it takes off. Gilmore yeah. Girls, how many more years is that you think?
3: Mm, Gilmore Girls is either later this year or
0: oh, God. next year. So I have to watch that first episode. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, no.
2: Oh, I'm so excited. That's oh, no. a show everyone has told me I need to watch. I I really love Mrs. Maisel. I know I need to go back and watch Gilmore Girls. It oh. just seems like it's a big investment. It's the same Amy
3: Sherman Palladino. Is that the show's creator. fucking
0: awesome. By yeah. the way, I, have, I need to jump back on that. I love. I, I ate the hell out of that show for like two weekends. Yeah.
3: yeah oh, yeah. Mrs. Maisel
2: it. has some of the funniest fucking dialogue. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I know I need to watch. I know I need to watch Okay.
0: And again, if we're on the subject of very 90s movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Wait. Uh, how about this? Uh, Drew Barrymore, David Arquette, Michael Vartan, Molly Shannon, John C. Riley, and James Franco's screen debut?
2: We got a twofer of screen debuts wow. in 99 this week.
0: Wow! All, all top laners. Twenty years later, mm-hmm. and uh, Drew Barrymore's never been kissed. Josie
1: Geller, you enroll in high school. Twentieth Century Fox presents. Do you remember high school? Josie, A story about getting a second chance. What's up, girlfriend? Are you in special ed? To make a first impression. I'm not Josie Grossy anymore. <laughs> Drew Barrymore. God.
3: Totally
1: crunching on you. Never been kissed. Do
3: I want to be crunched?
1: Oh, yeah. Rated BG 13. April 9th, only in theaters.
0: Fuck, what song? I'm wow. getting weirdo goosebumps from like, I have not heard that song in 20 years, but it was in a ton of shit. Oh, my God. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Let us know yep. in the comments. Oh, we also people.
2: secretly have Jessica Alba and Octavia Spencer in this. Wow. Way down in the credits. Holy yep. smokes. Yeah, this
3: is like a big sleepover staple for me my gal pals who guess what also had never been kissed <laughs>
0: <laughs> we were gonna have to wait another 50 years but we were years. pretty young for that yeah because the idea is that she is a journalologist yes who works for Gary Marshall yes you're gonna hit your head on the ceiling and you're going to fall all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he makes her go undercover as a student. Mm-hmm. back in so you I get can't the remember what
2: story she's
3: supposed to be writing.
2: I don't either. She's not supposed to be writing any story. That's part of the problem is they're like, oh, go find a story by doing this.
3: Yes. Okay. Uh, and it's
2: unclear how long she is there. So I was going to skip this. I was running out of time. And I'm really, really glad that I didn't. Besides that, it's a fun time capsule and Drew Barrymore is fucking adorable in this. She's very even though charming. Overall, I'm not uh, really a fan of the movie, but she plays a copy editor. So everyone sit the fuck down and we're going <laughs> to talk about copy editor. Oh, God. Yay. I don't think the filmmakers knew what a copy editor is. I've been a copy <laughs> editor for 10 years. She makes a big deal of, I'm the youngest copy editor there's ever at the Chicago Sun-Times. I have an office and an assistant. Oh, goodness. Bitch. No. I wish... I wish I had a sassy assistant. I don't know why the sassy assistant's in this movie. Anyway, he doesn't do anything. They don't know what a copy editor does, except that she corrects people's grammar all the time, which I do not do. That's true. true. I will not do that face-to-face. Maybe in text (laughs) to make fun of you. Yes. Oh, my God. If you did that, this podcast would be eight hours long between me and Antista.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and your husband does that even when I talk to him. (laughs) So we don't need two of those. Yeah, no, (laughs) I
2: I will not do a you know less versus fewer at you mm-hmm. or nauseated versus nauseous at you i i understand common usage if i understand what you meant mm-hmm. we're fine so she's a copy editor and let me explain a copy editor is a proofreader it's someone after the story has been written and it's been read by an editor they're basically the last line of defense before it goes in the paper they got to read it make sure it's clear it makes sense doesn't have misspellings the grammar is okay you're not libeling anybody uh, and, you know, and then they figure out where it goes in the paper and they put it there.
0: So how often do you go see undercover? We don't doing any of this. <laughs> how often do you go undercover? Yeah, tell us
2: some of your undercover you, stories. You don't. I mean, she. The part of the thing is that she's just a copy editor. Apparently the only copy editor. Copy editor is not uh, like a executive position. It's like you have like a dozen of them if you're a newspaper that size. And they work in shifts. Hmm. Um, but for some reason, I guess she is the only copy editor and that's an executive position, and she's in this meeting, and Gary Marshall's like, you, go be a reporter. And she's like, I've always wanted to be a reporter. No, 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 you don't.
1: It's, it's, I mean, I guess
2: some people do, but... I'm obviously not a copy editor. You can do that on your own time. If you're a copy editor and you really want to write, you go freelance pieces here and there. or you write. You can do that for your own paper, even. <laughs> hmm. But, I, yeah, I, now, they're, apparently their only copy editor is now going to be at a high school for, like, six months... Uh, we need the report from Iraq. Around.
0: Send the IT guy. <laughs> get call us when you get something. That's and that's just ba- that,
2: screwing around. That's
0: She's baffling to me as a, as a former paid writer. The idea of like just go out and do whatever. Yeah, <laughs> take as long right. as you need. I mean, need. it
3: is ninety nine. I mean, you know, there's some money laying around, probably to you know. It's
0: true. I still, I've read more journalism that seemed like people hoofed it for a week or two yeah. at least. Uh, than I definitely did back in, uh, in 2009.
2: I mean, she's yeah. basically... Some of the, the timeline doesn't make sense where, like, she says high school was a long time ago, but it, for her, at her age, it'd be about six years. Jesus, and then really? David Arquette says he's 23, but really he was 28 then. Hmm. Uh, Ageless and man. he wants to go to high school so he can get a... Or, no, oh, she suggests right. that he go to community college and get a baseball scholarship. Those aren't things. <laughs>
3: I do think there are some community colleges are, that do have baseball teams, actually.
0: They do, but well, I don't They think have
2: baseball, they don't give scholarships. scholarships. Okay. Right. Wait, so, so he
3: goes back a- to high school with her, though, right?
2: Right. He ends up going back to high school and with And he's her
3: like because- really cool. <laughs> and like, right.
2: Like, okay. Well, it kind of it ties back into like Jawbreaker that we had uh, a while back, and that she wants to get in and be as cool as possible, and she's failing horribly, mm. and she's stuck with the nerds like Luli Sobieski. And, um, that's by being herself. And then her brother comes back also to try to make her popular, which happens like that. It was mm-hmm. part of my problem with the script, besides yelling about copy editors, that it happens really suddenly. And all of a sudden, she is one of the cool kids mm-hmm. uh, and she's going to get her story that way. But also this whole time, she's a grown ass adult and she's crushing on her teacher, Marco- Michael Vartan, who seems to be crushing on her, too. And then yeah. they're like, that's your story. You should write about how he's a prevert. Right. Yeah. That whole part (sighs) is kind
3: of icky. And at the end,
2: she like humiliates him. It's just, I don't, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't, like the second you look at it, it doesn't make any sense. Like he's leaving town at the end. Why? I don't know. And then she's like, I'm going to write this big piece about how I tried too hard to be cool and I hurt this guy's feelings. And uh if he really cares about me and accepts my apology then he'll come make out with me in front of everybody just like don't put that pressure on him bitch you did this and can
3: you imagine opening up your newspaper as a full-grown adult and reading that being like what is this trash that i'm reading (laughs) in the newspaper of record in chicago
2: (laughs) it turns out it's hard to go back to high school yeah no shit
0: that's but why nobody wants to do it. I think all I can think of though isn't that isn't that how Cameron Crowe ended up writing Fast Times at Ridgemont High?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he, like he went. Yeah, up, yeah he, he went.
2: found plots. She doesn't. <laughs> mm.
0: But it was it was a journalistic but... thing. He an endeavor. He put himself back in a high school.
2: Hmm. Yeah.
0: much I if right. I'm remembering that correctly?
2: Yeah, and he ends up you know writing a movie that's about a slice of life about a couple different people and their different problems. Mm. She apparently writes. I wasn't cool then, and I guess I'm not cool now
0: mm. see well I, I,
2: okay sh- I
0: could have told you that like yeah. every time I hang out with like my twenty two year old cousins like, dude, I'm gonna blow their fucking minds. Yeah. Hey, I work in games and I make podcasts <laughs> for a living like and it's a person chewing gum loudly and not making icon wow,
1: uh-huh. Mm. uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I'm looking like right past me. Couldn't give a shit about who I am or how far I've come.
3: Nothing is scarier to yeah. me than a pack of teenagers in the mall. Teenage? No. I'm talking twenty-two no. year olds. I just I avoid eye contact. Nothing you
0: do will nope. be cool. Yeah. Especially, and I'm talking to you, listener, specifically your t-shirt. Nothing about it is cool. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> is
2: Nothing. So true. It's
0: true. Nobody um,
3: cares that sarcasm I mean- is your first language. <laughs>
2: Yeah, as much as I I have shit on this movie and like a lot of rom-coms where it's just like things just don't add up. They just happen because they said it happened sort of thing. Like, I guess he's leaving town because that seems like something that happens in rom-coms. Everyone in it is so charming, Mm. Drew Barrymore Mm -hmm. especially, that it ends up kind of saving it for me. I end up not feeling like I wasted my time watching it. I hate Molly Shannon. Really? I liked her in this. I never found her funny. Wow. I find her so annoying, and I loved her in this. She has adorable chemistry with John C. Riley. I kind of want them to have their own movie.
0: What about One Hot American it. It Summer? A really...
2: <laughs> okay, you're right. That's the only time I, I didn't, and she's supposed to be annoying, so it's okay. But <laughs> True Barrymore, is the first movie she produced out of her own company, right. and it's a really good showcase for her being really funny, so good call for her on that.
0: Yeah, man. She made a bunch of pretty interesting career decisions from here on out, and like most of that yeah. in- involved her being like super involved with her movie. I-, I guess it's something you only learn when your parents take uh, all your earnings away.: mm. <laughs> Yeah, but
3: unfortunately, this gave us he's just not that into you. She did. I'm pretty sure that was her production company mm-hmm. as well, so
1: I,
2: I think so. I remember thinking it was really funny uh, when she formed this production company and they said, and she's going to produce this movie that she stars in. And her and her producing partner wanted to start funding filmmakers that they really admired. And the first call was they were trying to, hey, can we produce something by Hal Ashby? Where's that guy? Mm -hmm. He's dead, (laughs) but good taste. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, Harold, she's like, Harold and like my favorite movie, and I want to fund that guy. Oh, he died.
0: Uh, can we move into television?
2: Hold on. It's no, I guess so. So I'm sorry I got off on my copy editor ranting, and I hate it when things just don't internally make sense exactly, but if you like this movie, I'm not shitting on you. Mm. Don't don't be that way. I am a copy editor, and there are things with which we must put up.
1: Ugh. God, that was gross. No.
2: That feeling no, good to say. Up, up with... Up with which we must push. Look what you're yes, doing yeah, I, was wait, I was like, wait a minute. Up. I don't think it's supposed to be there. Oh. <laughs> nope. Nope. Don't end on a preposition.
3: Anyway. Um, is that timer supposed to be like pausing every couple of seconds? Is that okay? Yeah, Yes. Okay. Just yeah. wanted to make sure we weren't having another issue. Mm-mm. Anyways, TV. All right. But it is very cute. It is very, very 1999.
0: Well, speaking of very 1999, wow, I didn't know television of 1999.
3: Not some really not great television this week, unfortunately. I was one really scraping the bottom. I,
0: yeah, I, I went all the way to the bottom. Okay, and and, I, and it'll it'll show you what channel do you think has drifted the most in terms of cable? Ooh, I'll find you an answer at the end okay. of the segment. Okay, all right. Uh, but in 99, I I didn't know Mitch Hurwitz created yeah. another show, having just finished watching Arrested Development season five, part two, and. Mm-hmm. Kind of mm. hope it's done. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah.
3: And the sixth, we have the series premiere of Everything's Relative, starring Jeffrey Tambor, mm. Kevin Rahm, Jill Clayburgh, and Eric Schaefer. And I don't know much about it except it was created by Mitch Hurwitz. Hurwitz. And honestly. At Arrested Development could also have been called Everything's Relative.
0: I was just going to say yeah. they're both like the same yeah. pack terms.
3: Especially when you think about the uh, relative morality of mm-hmm. every character on Arrested Development.
0: This um, is the story of a family. Yeah. Jeffrey Tambor, Jill Claybum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the sixth, Third, oh, third it Rock. From... Only
2: aired four episodes. Yeah. yeah. It did not do well.
0: On the, the sixth, <laughs> Third Rock from the Sun. Did we have, we have acknowledged this that every single episode title is a. Kind of a grotesque dick pun.
3: Yeah. And- <laughs> I know this because I look at every episode yeah. every week to see if there's Everyone. something notable about it. And In the beginning, my Google searches are weird.
0: <laughs> Such as this one, dick the mouth Solomon? <laughs> yeah. Dick the mouth.
3: Yeah. I mean, the uh, the storyline is that two of the characters go off to a, like a metaphysical healing retreat mm-hmm. to learn how to communicate with each other. And the guru there is Kevin Nealon, oh. which I feel like this is, that's a pretty good role for him. Doing the bold It ads. makes sense. Yeah. So I just, I always like to highlight a interesting guest star mm-hmm. if it comes
0: up. What about with the show pain?
3: Yeah. So pain is a weird show. I had never really seen it come up before. So when I Googled it, this is a John Larroquette vehicle, which was basically the American version of faulty towers.
0: That's oh. so crazy.
3: Yeah, and so this particular episode, it's not the series premiere. It's actually like the fourth or fifth episode, but it uh, it's supposed to be, and maybe it's another case of them of the network airing these episodes out of order because mm-hmm. it was supposed to kind of bridge the gap between faulty towers and and this universe in some way. Oh, so
0: I think there was talk that John Cleese was supposed to play his a guest star, a guest starring rival hotel owner,
3: something like but that. I had
0: yeah. I somehow, somehow slipped my memory that there was a fault an American version of Faulty Towers, yeah, with John Larroquette, who is a comedic, who's so comedically gifted and underutilized. Mm-hmm. I love that dude, mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. it also because it's a network show, it almost it was canceled after like eight episodes, and is really close to having more episodes than Faulty Towers,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really close. Uh, on the tenth April, John Goodman is comes back to host SNL, and Yay. with Tom and Petty and the Heartbreakers, yeah, musical Ooh. guest. I can't remember. R. Is this is this the one where t- the the drummer died and Dave Grohl Dave Grohl takes over mm. for the drum to be the drummer of Tom? After like when he's already in the Foo Fighters, he's the he's Tom Petty's drummer for like three weeks, oh. uh, and he he's on one of the SNLs. This might be that one.
3: Well, I pulled. Mm. So this sketch does not feature. Well, I think it may feature John Goodman towards the end. But when I looked at the list of sketches in this one, this is one of the sketches that I think about all the time. It's the Sean Mondavi um, wine sketch. I don't remember. Let's play a little clip of it. Maybe that will jog your memory.
1: Wine. There's nothing like it. When consumed properly, as Sir Edmund Mailbar once wrote, it can elevate the soul. Hi, I'm Sean Mondavi. For years, my stepfather Robert Mandavi has made some of the finest wines in the world, and the Mandavi heritage of fine winemaking is alive and well here at Sean Mandavi Vineyards. Oh, <laughs> that's right. For nearly a tenth of a half a century, Sean Mandavi wine has been associated with quality. Four years ago. When I told my dad I wanted to own my own vineyard, he said, first of all, don't call me dad. (laughs) You're 27, and this is the second time I've ever met you. (laughs) Second, no, you can't own a vineyard. You're a convicted felon, and your mother told me you have a learning disability. (laughs) Well, guess what, dad? You were wrong about some of that stuff. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> every time he takes a sip of wine He's it's like a child drinking it for the first time i oh.
3: <laughs> every time i've like <laughs> done gone to a wine tasting mm-hmm. or even like open you know when the when you go to a restaurant you get a bottle of wine mm-hmm. they like pour a little sip for you to like try mm-hmm. i think about this sketch and just like <laughs> making that face every time and i think it's like later revealed the wine is like grape kool-aid and sprite or something like terror some terrible <laughs> mixture or whatever but i think about oh, sean wonderful. mondavi like this is one of the sketches that just sticks out in my head and i think about probably once a week mm.
0: <laughs> and on the 11th fox premieres their sunday night block the world's funniest uh, the simpsons family guy and the x-files that's it's pretty solid block it's very solid just in like in hindsight like that's a lot of disparate drawn genres it's totally different But I would I would eat this shit up every fucking weekend. Oh
3: yeah, world's funniest I think was like news clip like news bloopers and
0: America's Funniest Selling Videos hosted by James Brown. Not that one, right? Right. And uh, (laughs) but uh, sometime this week I didn't write it down. The channel I can... uh, I I accuse of the most channel drift, at least this week. Channel drift is that phenomenon we talk about like uh, 10 years ago, channels had identity. Mm -hmm. And now like uh, my dad... My dad was yelling the other day about the independent film channel uh, playing... Two and a half men, oh. like in a, in a six hour, in a six hour that marathon. Is
3: true, that's insane. Yeah, it's very
0: strange, but uh,
3: one of my favorite comedies this year is on True TV. Right,
0: right. That was the Used old court TV. It was
3: basically the OJ Simpsons uh-huh. channel. <laughs> maybe
0: that's not good for us to watch. And everything on True TV, it's like it's like Comedy Central twenty years ago. It's yeah, fucking crazy. It's, it's awesome. great. Yeah. Um. But Bravo. There you go. My
3: favorite. So who has a show
0: out on Bravo this week? Michael Moore. So let's juxtapose really? that with Bravo right now. A bunch of...
2: Oh, I remember this.
0: I love this show. It's called The mm-hmm. Awful Truth, and it was a co-production with Mainland uh, Channel 4. It was, for 20 years, the only hard-left entertainment you had at all. Hmm. MSNBC hadn't found this weird impeachment porn identity and youtube didn't exist and there was just i don't know like i know i know a lot of people don't like michael moore i loved michael moore and 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 i loved especially tv nation and the awful truth cuz mm-hmm. the awful truth is mm-hmm. just tv nation mm-hmm. with a different introduction yeah. and it's it's just a different kind of magazine news show with a hard left bent but focused more on comedy but with that i'm sorry i love it when michael moore shows up at a corporate entrance and gets mm-hmm. thrown out and does something silly. I think that's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. I don't think that'll ever get old. Even though he said it, he said it was getting old. in capitalism, a love story, a movie he made over ten years ago, and you kids now, <laughs> now you don't like capitalism, and you hate Michael Moore. Come on, listen to the man. But uh, but this episode is hilarious, especially in terms of a time capsule, because the second episode's really funny. I think it's uh, the better episode. Uh, I think it's where. Uh, they try to see uh, in the sketch about can a black guy get a cab mm.
1: they have a convicted oh, yeah. a
0: convicted sex criminal and uh, oscar nominated yafet koto of <laughs> midnight run and alien fame See if you can catch a cab more in it spoiler it wasn't it wasn't yafet didn't it oh no, yikes <laughs> it wasn't yafet and they they invent the Sodomobile. Where Michael Moore drives a a giant pink RV filled with scantily clad gay men to every state that has an anti sodomy law, no. and they dance out, oh I'm on board for that. And this. they dance outside the courthouse, and I think that <laughs> dude that's fucking punk rock funny. That's yeah, that's perfect. That's dope, and it's awesome. This episode is is hilarious in that we have been talking about it on thirty twenty ten. Uh, the Ken Starr report is out, mm-hmm. so Michael mm-hmm. Moore hires a bunch of actors to dress like puritanical pilgrims and walk in front of Ken Starr's house pornographer filth as they hold <laughs> up the star report they go visit all, they go visit all these congressmen see if they want to repent for any of their sins wow have you ever committed adultery but the um, right from the first episode he goes and busts up Humana he meets a guy who can't get a pancreas replacement and like really <laughs> it's fucked up like he, mm-hmm. he makes he gets strip searched trying to come in. His the guy who needs a pancreas gets strip searched is, is a catheter falls out and like it but it's played oh. for comedy so they instead, like if you're not gonna pay for this we're gonna pay for his funeral and we're gonna hold it outside your corporate building <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yes. so they do awesome if they weren't going to come to Chris's funeral I guess I was just gonna have to bring Chris's funeral to them
1: <clears throat> father we're gathered here today with friends family and loved ones Lord we commit Chris to you this day father
0: I didn't know Chris for, for very long. Uh, he was a great guy. He had a lot of integrity, uh, a rich sense of humor. And in fact, I, I remember something that he,
2: he often used to say. Um,
0: what was he used to say?
2: just want a pancreas. He used to say, I just want a pancreas. That's
0: it. <laughs> so like it's got a studio wow. audience the The vibe is awesome. The second season, we just throw him in Times Square. He loses the studio audience, mm-hmm. but it's great. Like it's it gets it's really depressing. They hold an elaborate funeral outside of the Humana headquarters, and then it's like, no worry. And then in the audience is Chris with his new pancreas. That like one week after they shot this, Humana caved. Game oh, so like I don't know. It's so like,
3: you're saying we just need to hire Michael Moore, <laughs> get in a time machine, Well, Michael to Moore.
0: To be honest, it's it's like. It's like this is if, how we get healthcare. It's like today if John Oliver left his studio, yeah, yeah, like he's still doing funny things like that and mm-hmm. creating change. And Michael Moore was doing that fucking thirty years ago, mm. and uh, I just saw him get shit on in his movie bomb last year. So I just wanted yeah. to give him a little shout out. I love this show. I still have both seasons on two disc DVDs. I it, it'd be a weird watch if you weren't alive for a lot of this stuff because again, like the Ken Starr report. American sodomy law. Those are things that are gone. Partially.
3: Largely. Yep. By and large, yes.
0: Yeah, those are just things you don't remember. Anyway, that comes out this week. Moving into games real fast.
3: Oh, wait. What's I up? have a book. Oh, a book. Yes. yes. So this week, uh, The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon came out, which is a Stephen King. I almost would call it a novella because it's pretty short. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's my first Stephen King, y'all. What? Yeah. i have never read Stephen I've King? I've never read Stephen King.
0: Not even an accident?
3: Not. Uh, I've read some of his short stories and uh. like Esquire and stuff like that when that comes up. But yeah, um, so I saw this on the list of notable books for this year, so I figured why not take the chance to uh, to dip into Stephen King for a little bit and check this out. And I think I'm going to read some more if. I don't know. I've never heard of any other book he's written, so you may have to (laughs) fill me in. Just kidding. Um, But it's great. It's a it's a real short book. It's fast read. Um, It's a story of a girl who is a baseball fan, and she is on a hike with her mother and her brother, and she wanders off the trail and gets lost for a period of time. And she's like ten, I think, or maybe nine, nine or ten. It's been a little. It's been a couple weeks since i read it and she has to survive in the forest on her own with very little to like you know in her backpack lady and hatchet yeah basically <laughs> and there's a dark presence in the forest of Ooh. course that's also watching her in some way but she loves this baseball player named tom gordon and she kind of conjures him you know during this time to help her through the hard times mm. it is great and you can definitely read it in the afternoon Maybe while you're sitting on your porch listening to Shelby Lynn. It's a, it's a really nice read.
0: <laughs> yes. If you're, if you're trying to fill out all your credit hours in B. Sarah University. Yeah. Like, uh, um,
3: <laughs> and then unwind with some wine tasting and mm-hmm. a couple hours of Bravo.
0: where <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't show anything Michael Moore has ever done ever again. Um, video games this week. It is kind of a big one and it confuses the shit out of me. It is Team Fortress Classic, and that is Team Fortress 2 is a game more people are familiar with, but this is Valve, I think it was a Quake mod, Valve ended up paying the development team to make uh, this mod in their Half-Life engine, and this is the first official release. It, it's been in beta, there have been, a, I, I'm, again, I'm confused, because I'm pretty sure there was a full version out for the, a, a Quake mod, but they wanted, they wanted people to start doing in the Half-Life engine what people were doing in the Quake engine. And it worked! We have Left 4 Dead, we have Counter-Strike out of that, but uh, Team Fortress Classic out this week, sort of. (laughs) And anyway, we will close out the 1999 segment with new, by no doubt, off of the GO soundtrack. Stay right there, people, we get to talk about the greatest movie of 2009. (laughs) Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on Patreon.com/LaserTime. It supports not only this show but all the rest of the Laser Time network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste.
3: At the time that we were there, like Oprah had a place there, and like Tom Cruise mm. was like known to have vacation there and stuff, so. That's why she swears up and down that it was him. And that is the type of place where you probably wouldn't need an entourage because it's like, it could have been him.
0: That's a question of the week I want to ask people. Yes. Like, do you have a celebrity who lives in your weird <gasps> town? And no, Ooh. so like, yes, if, if you really want to talk New York and LA people, of okay, course, fine. but fine. But, but, but like, I found out that we, there's one in Tallahassee that mm. was baffling. to me. George Clinton? No, no, George Clinton. I've, I've seen him like, several dozen yeah. times yeah. Like yeah. Around. but it's the guy from Beastmaster <laughs>
3: <gasps> seriously I was <laughs> no, no,
0: no. <laughs> I expected the spark from the opposite yeah version. no that
3: explains so
0: much get bonus time a weekly uncensored and commercial free podcast every Tuesday starting for just five dollars on patreon.com lasertime.
2: And all the ships at sea it's time for diana's classic corner we look even further back in time to see if there's anything worth our watching and for the week of april 5th through 11th it's a bit thin so i'm gonna fudge dates a little bit and make a quick and short recommend uh this week in 1944 we saw the release of memphis bell a story of a flying fortress i don't know if you're my age you saw the 1990 movie we'll talk about it next year but uh this is william wyler who's one of classic hollywood's best directors period don't at me um, making a documentary about a bomber crew and it does a really good job of mixing real live footage filmed by guys just crap in their pants hanging onto the the insides of a b-17 flying fortress and getting actual combat footage with some sort of like recreations that they did with the, later with the actual crew I honestly didn't realize that there were recreations the first time I saw this because it's just all edited together very well. Look, it's on YouTube, it's only 45 minutes, uh, but it's totally worth a watch for some just pretty stunning aerial real life footage from you know real life uh, bombing runs. Uh, it's in the Library of Congress's National Film Registry, which is exactly where it belongs because it's both artistic and historical. So that's my recommendation this week. Uh, Memphis Belle, A Story of a Flying Fortress. It's on YouTube, like I said, it's 45 minutes no big deal just knock it out and then go back watch uh, and watch uh, some like it hot like I said last week because if you haven't watched that by then or by now just what have you been doing why why would you do this to yourself you're you're punishing yourself by not getting to watch a movie that's fucking great so that's it for this week stay a classic
1: gotta get dead gotta get dead gotta get dead got to get, 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 get boom boom, boom. got to get got to get got to get got to get
0: coming in with black eyed peas boom boom pow I, is that what it was yeah okay so <laughs> if you're hearing this that means i could not recover the hour we just did and lost shit like that happens <sighs> And we don't have another hour to do that again. And we don't have another hour. We're just... We're up against a bunch of other shows. We don't have... We lost the... <laughs> it's, we took an hour to recover the computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're pretty sure we lost the file. That shit happens. Usually in that case, we spend the time to re-record those files. And we just don't have that time. But what I can say... Is that I heartily recommend Observe and Report and yes. Parks and Rec and the things. Yep. Um,
2: can, well, can we just run through them really, really, really fast? Yeah.
0: Okay. Let's just do,
2: we'll do a quick recap. Okay. Uh, films of 2009, uh, Lime Life, spelled with a Y, uh, is an independent coming of age 70s movie. Uh, I think Timothy Hutton is dead and he's got Lyme disease and it's supposed to be okay. Uh, Gamora is an Italian movie because they have the mob there what? and it made a bunch of top 10 lists for the year. Uh, great great Buck Howard with John Malkovich as sort of an amazing Kreskin, uh, sm- kind of small-time magician-type guy with uh, Colin Hanks mm-hmm. and Tom Hanks. And he's playing his dad, which is good because they look too much alike to not play father and son. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be pretty good, but none of us watched it. <laughs> uh, and then Dragon Ball Evolution uh, is like the worst thing that ever happened. It's awful. It's Don't real bad, it. apparently. Mm-hmm. Like, why did they try to make a live action dragon ball because no money. one's no one cares money they didn't like, think further
0: than that money money money
2: no but dragon ball fans aren't going to want to see it and non dragon ball fans aren't going to want to see mm-hmm. it so mm-hmm. yeah, fuck that shit and the number one movie was hannah montana um if you're a hannah montana fan please tell us if it's good bad indifferent whatever yeah and observe and report we can actually talk about it fast. it's great
0: it's well, amazing. not
2: great it was i, no, I like
0: i think it's a it's one of my favorite movies of the year yeah, For 09, a great dark comedy, uh, the only Seth Rogen role where he doesn't play Seth Rogen, in a very dark comedy by the guys who brought you Foot Fist way, and Eastbound and Down. Very clearly meant for Danny McBride. Uh, Studio didn't want him to do it, but he makes a cameo who, as a man who shot yeah. two people.
3: And I'm pretty
2: convinced to watch it now. After, yeah, after what you it's didn't hear. dark, <laughs> and, <laughs> and every person is fairly irredeemable yeah. in it. Um. yeah, they try to sell it. It's like, like it's more, more blarp, 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 blarp. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, when they said it's Taxi Driver takes place in a mall, they're, they're actually kind of right. Uh, Seth Rogen has actual mental problems in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I
0: think it's fantastic. Always makes me laugh. It's beautifully, it's a comedy that looks very pretty mm-hmm. and has a great soundtrack. Lots of Queen songs. So if, that if Queen songs convince you Bohemian Rhapsody was a good movie that deserved to win all those Oscars, this should do a lot. <laughs> this movie's actually good. Yeah. Uh, I don't have the doc pulled up anymore. It's gone too. All um, right, keep
2: going. Uh, 2009 NCAA North Carolina vs no. Michigan State. Uh, I'm sad that we lost the part where Chris tried to name those teams and yes. fails. Yeah. Oh, and I wh- copy edited him. You got fifty
0: percent. Yeah.
2: Also, there was Chuck. Chuck versus the Dream Job, yeah. guest starring Scott Bakula and Chevy Chase.
3: I think I would like Chuck if I watched it, and I bet there are some Chuck fans Mm. out there who could tell
2: us if it's good or not. Mm. Yep. Uh, Yep. Also, a couple new show debuts. We had Southland, Mm -hmm. uh, which I went to bat for as being pretty gritty and realistic, at least until it jumped to TNT and it got its budget slashed, but it was nice for TNT to save it Mm. uh, with Michael Kudlitz and Oscar winner Regina King. Yay. And... Uh, the Unusuals, which I'd never heard of and has a great cast. But I enjoyed it very much when it came out, starring Amber Tamblyn,
3: Jeremy Renner, Adam Goldberg, and Harold Perrineau. It's a cop oh, show nice. where uh, Jeremy Renner's partner got murdered and Amber, Campbell- Amber Tamblyn's kind of put in there to try to figure out what happened. And it's a real cast of characters, pretty drama de. There are some okay. funny parts, but it's a cop show.
2: Uh, see, also we had on SNL, Zac Efron hosting with the AAS as musical guest. Mm-hmm. And speaking Maps. of musical guests, <laughs> and bringing things full circle, we have a woman who describes herself as never been kissed, like we talked about at the other movie. Yeah. And then she sings a song. Yes. And think do we, we want to all... play the
0: song? We still have the clip. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Uh, it's this frumpy little lady that uh, they're setting up to expect nothing from, and then...
1: I dream and
0: time Susan Boyle, 47 unemployed. Yeah. So says the Chiron. Yeah, uh, yeah um, That Britain's happened 10 got years talent. ago. And Piers Morgan's the one who makes me want to vomit. And <laughs> um, Games, yeah. Hannah Montana. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. This uh, sorry, our
2: biggest say. debut of. What? Oh, of Parks this whole and time. Rec. Sorry, Parks and Rec Fucking debut. Parks and Rec, one of the best shows. Uh, I think one of my favorite shows
3: of all time. A hundred percent agree. Leslie Nope is one of the best characters I think ever created. She, yeah, as I said, you're. An yeah. Hour please, ago? please
2: repeat your description <laughs> of her because it yes. was perfect.
3: It's as if Tracy Flick broke good instead of broke bad.
0: <laughs>
2: that's so ah uh, yeah. I'm sorry that our fucking computers fucked up, people. Yeah, this sucks. We had some.
0: We'll tell you why at the end of this broadcast. <laughs> we
2: had some real fun
3: Parks and Rec talk, but oh, watch the episode where everyone gets drunk on snake juice. It's the best.
0: That's the yes. one where the Duke is revealed, right? That's like the first one I ever saw.
3: Oh, maybe no, no, no. I think, no, that's I think not Duke
2: Silver problem. is... Much earlier. Okay. Yeah. When I get on Snake Juice, yeah. I have it's, a Janet Snakehole costume. I made a hat and it's perfect. Tiny hat it. it's My story
0: perfect. was I didn't like the show. thought it was too much like The Office and didn't give it much of a shot. And then turned out liked it as much or more than The Office yeah. as of one year ago. So I'm fresh to this... I'm depressed. This is hard to talk about stuff. I have lost it all. Ugh. Yeah. When Southland this, no. also came out. We talked about that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Parks and Rec is like my favorite thing to put on if I've had a hard day. Mm-hmm. Uh, on I've had a couple rewatches of it. And every time I find a new small detail that makes me laugh. Plus all the side characters that come up every couple of episodes or once or twice.
2: Iron the douche. Yeah. Iron the douche. Oh. They're all so good too. Yeah, uh, there's so many just talented people on it. And like you said, it's an oddly positive show. Yeah. Even when terrible things happen, it's about positivity yep. and sort of coming together and supporting your friends. Which I love. And all that sappy shit. I love friendship.
0: On Netflix now. Uh, video games. It's all awful. All movie-based. Hannah Montana the movie comes out on all platforms that it could. And Dragon Ball Evolution comes out just on PSP, where it belongs. Uh, the Chronicles of Riddick Assault on Dark Athena. The, the assault... Uh, What is it? Escape from Butcher Bay was an oddly popular or at least well-received Chronicles of Riddick game. Vin Mm -hmm. Diesel really wanted to make games. Made it a point to make a game on this weird Riddick saga, and the game was well-received. This is that sequel, finally out. I don't know. Again, I don't know anybody who played it. And of course, The Godfather 2, the game. EA. (laughs) uh, Not stopping to think if they should um but yes
2: Uh, press up to betray the family oh press c to take the cannolis we've had to
0: (laughs) delay our comment show because again we lost two hours to recording and recovery that At this point, we don't know if that's going to happen. There is a fun segment buried in there somewhere. uh, if I told you I'd reveal how it... I wish I could use this as a plea for more Patreon money. Patreon.com slash LazerTime. Our computer got struck by lightning and there's a ghost in our monitor and we need your support now more than ever. But we're pretty sure the cat unplugged the computer.
2: It's possible, yeah. I don't know how she... yeah. Support Patreon so Chris can get a fucking spray bottle yeah. or just oh, put I, some shelves in front of it so the cat can't get to it.
0: I thought you were going to say euthanize it because uh, <laughs> no. I've never been so mad at her. No. I've never been so mad at her and I've never seen her know I'm mad at her.
2: Yeah, she and, like
3: afterwards, there was no yelling really and no like, but it was like, kitty, And she just stood here and meowed at I us for don't like 10 that minutes. know she did that,
0: but we have a power backup and... How would she plug it back in? I don't and it, know. it came on afterwards. That's
3: the mystery.
0: That's the mystery. Yeah. This computer mm-hmm. is getting old. We will need to replace it within the next 6 to 12 months. Patreon.com slash Lasertime supports all your favorite shows in the Lasertime network, including Lasertime. Yeah,
2: This is a cursed day for pets. Uh Mm. Yeah, Steve. Steve the dog did something he's never done before. He peed off his pee pad. Specifically, he peed on my shoes. (gasps) Naughty. Just said, "Fuck your shoes, woman."
0: Been watching too much Bravo.
2: What a bad ding dong. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Bad
2: kitties and puppies.
0: No time to create fun content (laughs) at
2: this.
0: (laughs) I have to dig in and try and recover this thing, which. Yeah, 95% chance that's not going to happen. Oh, Um, man. Yeah. You still have
2: classic corner. You have, I mean, we could just run Mm -hmm. just my dialogue from that hour. I love it. That's a great idea. Just me. You can, I mean, there's big gaps. You can say whatever you want and I'll respond to it. You You say, hey, Diana, you fucking suck. And I'll say, I thought Observer Report was pretty good. Yeah.
0: Guess when she's responding to a terrible joke I made.
2: Huh.
0: (laughs) Mm. Anyway. Hmm. mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yes, patreon.com slash laser time supports this show and a bunch of other shows. Bonus time, your free weekly exclusive commercial free show, patreon.com slash laser time, price of a cup of coffee, supports thirty twenty ten twenty ten, Apocalypse, and laser time. Laser time this week is all about fake bands, a fictional fake band quiz. Ooh. No. Yeah. Can you guess, uh, can you match the song to the fake band? Uh,
2: you don't have the Carry nations, do you?
0: I don't know what that is.
2: Yeah.
0: Are they the band on Gilmore Girls?
2: No, no. So, see, I haven't
0: they're seen
2: from, it. They're from Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, and they're actually really good. Oh,
0: no, it's my like, bag, and it freaks me out, baby. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's happening. It's not happening. Uh, but that, right. that is it for us, Die. People can find you on Twitter and stuff. I, I'm so depressed.
2: Yeah, <laughs> at 302010podcast, where I'll tease this episode and continue apologizing that we've we fucked up on the 2009 part, mm-hmm. and we have bad kitties mm-hmm. so that are... Destroying our content, we don't have the time to to go back and redo it. Well,
0: that's also because, like, uh, it's not like we record the moment before we post. It's just we have a very exciting thing happening tomorrow Mm -hmm. with a special guest, a very rare Mm -hmm. laser time recording. So Mm -hmm. next week should be really fun, assuming this person comes through.
2: So please, you know, put in the comments, like, talk about the stuff that we just... Just threw at you yeah. like crazy. Observer Report and Great Book Howard and uh, TV Talk About Chuck, whatever. And, we love, and It's fucking great. And we we have things...
0: to postpone our comment show till next week because yeah. that's another hour we lost and don't have. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. But probably I'm expecting for the next comment show next month, we will probably address those things that we loved with a little more energy because I could talk about Parks and Recreation forever an hour I'm going to
0: call the government yeah. and see if they can hand me that secret recording. Do it. They were taping uh, through <laughs> my yeah. Wii U. I yeah. I know you're listening, man. Uh, I don't have the Okay,
2: <laughs> so uh, you want to talk about births and deaths? Yeah. Yes. Do you even want to do the birthday quiz? you want to do it fast or you want to just tell me? Well, uh, I can just tell you.
0: Who's dead? I can see who died. Oh, no.
2: Okay. Well, in 2009, we lost Marilyn Chambers, who's 56, the famous porn actress mm-hmm. from, uh, should you be on the green door besides mm-hmm. Deep Throat? Maybe. Mm. Whatever. Um, and uh Dave Arneson, who's the co-creator of Dungeons and Dragons, he was sixty one. Wow. That sucks. Yeah.
0: That's a little early. I would have yeah. expected he was way older.
2: Me too. Yeah. Huh. yeah. And then uh do you want a quick birthday quiz? A quick yes. birthday
0: quiz, let's do it. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Born April tenth, nineteen twenty nine. Oh no. If someone turning ninety, he is still with us, knock on wood. Hopefully he hasn't gone where the recording went. <laughs> uh, a cat 160, killed <laughs> 163 credits on IMDB we have talked about a bunch of them but they're not going to help you too much uh, mm-hmm. Rush Hour 3 Diving Bell and the Butterfly What Dreams May Come Hannah and her sisters and Pele the Conqueror
0: Pele the Conqueror? yes hmm.
2: mm. uh,
1: nope. well,
0: any more?
2: Uh, sure how about Minority Report Flash Gordon the Exorcist and 11 films with Ingmar Bergman d-
0: d- d- he's old I got nothing. He's
2: Swedish. Oh. Uh, He's cons. in the Seven Seals. Wild Strawberries.
0: Yeah. We already talked about me not watching Italian films. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Exorcist? No. There's only a couple people that could fit the title oh, of The
3: Exorcist.
0: I don't that want anybody's dude.
1: name.
3: What is his name?
0: James Woods.
2: I'm picturing no. him in my head. But... Appropriately, we can go out with some Flash Gordon because of observe and report. But the name you're looking for is Max von Sydow. Of course.
0: Oh my God, he's ninety!
2: Wow. He is ninety this week. Happy birthday!
0: Oh, we all. Someone give
2: that man an honorary Oscar.
0: No one got it, but it's it's like a rain delay at this point. So like,
2: (laughs) yeah. I wasn't gonna keep throwing stuff at you. Let's just. Let's just get to the end. Max von Sydow is 90 and he's a wonderful actor. Everyone go watch The Seven Seal and while strawberries, goddammit.
0: We'll be back all next right. week with a normal show. Uh, I wish I was dead, but maybe I won't be. Tune in next week to find oh, out. Um sucks. Yeah.
3: yeah. We're sorry. Awful. We're so um, sorry.
0: We wish there was some... No, we, this It's not like we, this hasn't happened before. We usually just have the time yeah. to redo the segment, which is excruciating.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah, do. It is. Uh, it because is. we know the jokes are coming and mm. then we try to we to try to workshop them to make them better. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And yep. it feels forced, and I don't like it.
1: Yeah. And
2: yeah. we don't even have time for that. But next week, we do have a couple of good movies I want to we talk do. about. And I'm, I'm going to go get my boombox and my trench coat and stand outside your window. Oh, oh, I
3: can't wait to talk about that.
0: I've never seen that. Oh, my
3: God. I Mm-mm. watched it so much in high school. It was wow. crazy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Go watch it.
2: I watch so it right good. now. It's on demand.
0: All right, Thanks. closing out with uh, something off the observer the Hero" by Queen, off of the "Absorb Observe, Watch and Observe Report." It's deli- watch the trailer for "Absorb and Report" first. The biggest issue with it is in the red band trailer. So mm-hmm. if you don't have a problem with that, you're gonna love that fucking movie. Uh, anyway, we're out of here. Take us out, Queen.